Hi, my name is Annie LeBaron. and welcome to The Pink Chair Show. I want to tell you about me first. I am a former sex trafficking victim trafficked on the Las Vegas Strip and I was in trafficking for over a decade and now I am doing a ministry called Hookers for Jesus. Yes, you heard that right? Hookers for Jesus. And basically that is based on Matthew 4:19, where Jesus says, come follow me and I will teach you how to fish for people. It's very simple, everyone. Once I got saved, once I overdosed, once I got away from my sex trafficker, everything changed into bright lights for me. And I finally had the truth set me free. And Hookers for Jesus started in 2005. And shortly after that, we started a ministry called The Destiny House, where women can come and dream, discover, develop into their perfect God-given destiny. Because listen, not everyone grows up as a little girl and says, I want to be a prostitute or I want to be a sex trafficking victim. And God's true purpose for all of us, if you think about Rahab, is to be set free and empowered into the kingdom to do great works for him. And I am so excited today to bring you a guest that I know very well. I didn't know very well about 10 years ago, but this man is someone that I met online. Yes, I met him online. You guys, social media is not all bad. MySpace, some of you might not remember MySpace, but I was on MySpace sharing my story, having my picture put up there and sharing what had God had done in my life. And this man messaged me and he said, hey, I really admire what you're doing. Uh, I think, you know, what you're doing is great. You're going into places. I mean, you're going on the strip, you're going into strip clubs, you're reaching out to people that nobody wants to reach out to. That's a lot like what my band does. And I was like, wow, who is this guy? Okay, he has an angle, like he's very good looking, first of all. Second of all, he plays a guitar, a rock guitar. And I was at first kind of afraid because you guys, men in my life from my past have been nothing but abusive and exploitive. So this was a situation where, hey, God, I believe totally blessed it. And the reason why I have him on my show today is because I want to talk about relationship, reunification with God and with people. And you know, you know what, you guys, here's the truth. I had a terrible relationship with so many different men in my life. I mean, come on, I was a call girl. I was being prostituted. I was being trafficked. And I thought all men were abusive by the time that I got out of it. But that is a lie of the enemy. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but we're about to share the story of us meeting and who he is and what he does. So welcome to the program, Oz. So nice to meet you. Hi. Oz Fox, everyone. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and tell everyone what band you're in. Uh, I play in a band called Striper. I've been in the band since 1983. Um, and um, we've done many albums and have sold, they say, uh, 10, 000, 10 million Units. albums worldwide, you know, have been sold. I, uh, it's probably between eight and 10, somewhere in there. But hey, it's all about sharing the love of God and, and showing people what it's like to live in a, a life of Christianity, which is freedom. Right. You know? So, so. tell me about Striper, because Striper was one of the first heavy metal bands that actually crossed over into the MTV 
Mm -hmm. videos and they were one of the most highly requested on rotation for a couple years. Well there were a lot of bands at that time, uh, bands like Motley Crue and Bon Jovi and Poison. Um, they were out doing their thing, um, uh, especially with Motley Crue with a lot of satanic overtones happening. But just the overall party lifestyle of rock and roll, sex, drugs and rock and roll they would say. Uh, we, we, being from Christian homes, felt like there needed to be something, uh, uh, like an alternative mm -hmm. to all of that. Uh, but we were influenced heavily by the look of the 80s and the sound right. of the 80s. Which you still have. Right. We still <laughs> do that. Um, but, I mean, the important thing was uh, for us to share our beliefs, our Christianity, with everyone in the audience at that time, and uh, so we were in the clubs in Hollywood, mm -hmm. uh, playing music that sang about Christ, and um, and, and everyone just, loved you. You guys had a huge following. Yeah, we would throw Bibles out in the audience. Uh, it was kind of like a interesting thing you to do. You still do that, and we still do. Yes, that's true. So the other thing is, is I know that you had told me that when you first started performing, you were how old? Oh my gosh! Well, I was a kid. I was like five years old when I used to sing with my grandfather playing guitar and, and we'd play at all the family barbecues and parties and whatnot. And eventually I, my, uh, an aunt of mine bought me a small scale guitar. I learned how to play. Grandpa taught me a bunch of chords and I had uncles that taught me. Um, and I would perform. And uh, it was kind of like the startings of something that would eventually develop into what I do now. And then what kind of music would you perform? Uh, at that time, it was all country okay. music. Like who? Um, Who's your favorite? One of my favorites who really influenced me big time to play guitar and want to do music was uh, Buck Owens. Uh, so if you don't know who Buck Owens is, just Google him. You'll see he was on Hee Haw. He had his own country western show. And, from uh, Bakersfield. Uh, right, Bakersfield. And he had a certain sound. And the, the cool thing about Buck was he had this chicken-picking guitar player that was in the studio playing with him, uh, James Burton, mm -hmm. who ended up being Elvis's guitar player. <laughs> um, but uh, there was a, a really cool album called Open Up Your Heart that mm -hmm. my mom had, and I would play it oh, over and over and over again. So I learned all the music on that. And um, since then, uh, I kind of developed into what I do now, you know, playing guitar and, you know. And, and I love what you do. And I wanted to also just ask you, how did we meet? <laughs> well, and, and by the way, we know each other very well. Yes. Well, and in fact, we're married. Yes. Be over a decade now. Yeah, yes, over <laughs> 10 years. But, but you know, um, it seems like it's only been a few years. You know? I know. It seems Time like flies. time's been flying. But, um, you know, I mean, in my... Uh, quest after I I was married for 20 years and I went through a divorce mm -hmm. and uh, sadly that ended um, but uh, um, during the time that I was single uh, I was getting involved in a lot of social media stuff and eventually uh, MySpace was one of one of the ones that I got involved with and and used and uh, that's where I found you. I found you actually through your friend Heather Veach. Yes. Who was... Uh, From who, J.C.'s Girls. Right. Girls. She, she had a ministry reaching out to strippers. So right. that was pretty cool. And when I met her, um, I became her MySpace friend. And then you were one of her top friends. And that's when I clicked on your 
icon and read your story and was blown away, you know, what you did. And so between you and Heather, it was very interesting and, and surprising to see that you were out uh, reaching out to people in the sex industry, which and was yes, cool. Back then, no one was doing this. Right. It was before right. sex trafficking was a trendy thing, and uh, this this type of ministry was brand new. I know that's why you were kind of attracted to what I was doing, and Heather. Yeah. And yeah. I was really blown away by, oh, hey, I love what you do. This is what we do. And, and I looked at Striper, and actually, when I first heard their music, I started crying hmm. because I love the lyrics to it. Hmm. I, I, of course you know, all honestly, the way, yeah. the hell with the devil, it was amazing. So I want you to continue this story when we come back. Mm. So you guys, you cannot miss this. We're going to be right back with the rest of this story of redemption. And if you think you can't heal from a toxic, a toxic relationship, that is a lie. You can. You can actually thrive and yes, find the love of your life. Today I wanted to share this with you about a product that I have. I actually wrote a book called Fallen Out of the Sex Industry and Into the Arms of the Savior. And this book is actually a story about my life. It reads like a movie. If you've never heard about sex trafficking, this is the story for you to read because this is what happened to me when I came to Las Vegas and I was trafficked on the Las Vegas Strip as a high-class call girl, by the way, for more than a decade, stuck in sexual servitude to two different traffickers. And what I like about this book is that it reads like a movie. And I know that some of you, you probably maybe not be into reading books, but this right here, I've had people actually tell me that they've picked up this book and They've started reading it before they went to bed and they stayed up all night to read all of it. Now, I don't recommend that because you'll probably lose your job, but that's how amazing this is. And I'm not bragging about any writing skills at all. It's just the story of redemption, the story of getting set free. And Oz, Oz is actually in this book. He's in the chapter Dream Come True. So you guys, we also have this in Spanish. Okay, really cool, right? And also it's on audio and on audible. And it's actually, my husband produced it. It's in my voice. So be sure to go to our website, hookersforjesus.net, hookersforjesus.net and click on the picture of the book. It'll take you directly to the Amazon website and you can purchase it. Okay, thank you so much. Welcome back to the Pink Share Show. I am so excited to be here with my guest Oz Fox from Striper. And today we're talking about restoration in relationships and that you can heal from an abusive relationship and actually find the love of your life. So Oz, tell me the rest of the story. After you messaged me on MySpace and we started talking, you invited me mm. to a show that you were doing and it was actually a Halloween show <laughs> at the Las Vegas Hilton at the time. Yes, I was uh, uh, coming to Vegas um, on weekends to do... I forgot. What did you forget? Be that was not the first show. That was the second one. The first one... Oh, that's right. One. The first one was in Boulder City. That's right. Tell me about that and what well, happened. Well, I, I remember I was coming and I wanted to meet you in person. So I invited you and Heather, since we were both mm -hmm. we were all friends, uh, to come to the show. Uh, and Heather couldn't make it, but you came. 
And uh, you came to the show, and you actually had a friend, a, a, a guy friend with I did. you. So I assumed that was your boyfriend. He was a huge fan of Striper, I'm just being honest. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, obviously we met there. We took a picture and hung out, and it was kind of cool. Uh, you know? That's more like 10 pictures. You <laughs> were coming over with your camera and doing well, selfies okay. with me. And it was it was so funny because I could tell that you were enamored by me and you like wanted pictures with me and I thought I think this guy likes me. <laughs> no, I felt it. I like I knew something was there. And so we left and then you called me the next day. I called you the next morning and I yes. thought, well, you know, maybe she'll go out to breakfast with me before I have to go back to California because that's where I was and living. And it was at the time. it was about nine in the morning, right? Yeah. And and, and, and now I that had just now, woken up. Now that we're married, I understand why you didn't want to come. <laughs> Why? You, Why? <laughs> she, she, you definitely said no. You know, I have to bling myself you, out. Yeah, you you weren't ready and you couldn't do it. And I was thinking, oh, she's blowing me off. No, you gave me a time. It was so short. You were like, oh, yeah, just meet me in a half because an hour. Because I'm very spontaneous. Okay. You know. So for me, I needed at least to jump in the shower, brush my teeth, and do my hair and put my makeup on. Well, that's okay. I didn't. I, I was fine. You know, so just... you thought I blew you off. Yeah. Which was unfortunate because I did not blow you off. <laughs> And then we kept in touch. I went to Japan, and we yeah. were emailing each other. We were and we were talking over MySpace. We I was giving you diet, diet advice. Do you remember that? Yeah, because I was talking about losing weight and all this and stuff. And I wasn't trying to be too bossy. No. But, but I mean, I was still very happy to be communicating with you because I, you were doing something great. And I felt like if there was ever anything I could do to help, I would be happy to to help so so I, I wanted to share with the audience there was something going on in my heart that was really god was healing me and at the time i had been in several relationships with di different christian men but prior to that very bad relationships with other men in my life that i had two different traffickers that were very abusive physically mentally and emotionally and i came from an abusive home my dad was very abusive growing up so there was this point before I met Oz that I was laying in my bed and I was crying out to God because I was so lonely. And I was like, God, you know what? I don't want any relationship. I don't want any relationship except someone you bring me. And I heard the Holy Spirit say to me in my heart, I am your husband. Jesus is your husband. And I was like, okay, I surrender it. Like, I'm like, you know what, God, if that's what you want me to be or want you to be for me, so that's fine because he wanted to come inside my heart and heal me. So by the time I met you, that had happened, you know, a year prior. And it was like this total revelation of waiting on the right person. And I had a ring that said true love waits mm. on my finger. I remember that. You showed it to me. Right. So you invited me to the second concert. Yes. And this was the Halloween concert. Right. And asked in me October. to put an outfit on. <laughs> yeah, well, basically, I mean, I've got to try to put it in a nutshell, but, but um, I, I had another gig at a costume party, so to speak. And so um, you had, if I was going to invite any guests, they would have had to dress up. So that's when I messaged you and Heather. And I said, hey, if you guys want to come, you've got to get dressed up. Well, obviously, Heather declined and you said you would come but you uh you didn't have an outfit to wear and, i didn't and and i said well don't you have anything and then you turn around and you said well all i have is my bad girl outfit my bad girl outfit <laughs> <laughs> and i said yeah wear that you know so i had to go dressed as an 80s rocker 
because that's what they wanted me to dress as in the band that I was playing in. And um, so you showed up looking like a princess, in my I, opinion. I did. It, it, was a, it was my own personal type of princess. Well, yeah. I mean, which I thought was amazing. You look so beautiful with the crystal shoes. Well, thank you, honey. And, my and, Cinderella shoes. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and so that was it. I mean, at, at that point, I was hooked. Okay, what was crazy is, okay, so I love your heart because here's the thing, honey. You were playing in that band and in that party, it was a huge party. It was like this kid was rich. His mom paid for everything. Mm -hmm. There were, there were trannies there. There was, Mm. you know, call girls there. There were strippers there. There were showgirls there. There were rockers there. There were women that had no clothing on that had food being served on their bodies. Mm. And, you know, I remember going over to to talk to one of the girls and I'm like, I told her, I said, you're beautiful. You know, you're you know, you look so gorgeous and everything mm-hmm. else. And and I was talking to the trannies as well. And I, I was like, you know, this is a great party. This is something that you do. And what Striper does, in essence, even mm-hmm. though it wasn't Striper, it was a different band that you don't care what kind of people that the world thinks or religious the pharisaical people think mm-hmm. we can't speak yeah. to or hang out with. You love everyone. Yeah. And I think when I saw you at that party, it was like I saw your heart and I remember hugging you and it's like my heart just warmed up to you. And it was an amazing thing. Mm. So I want to go into the rest of everything so we can talk about that when we come back. Okay. Come back and we're going to finish the rest with Oz Fox. <laughs> to share this with you about a product that I have. I actually wrote a book called Fallen Out of the Sex Industry and Into the Arms of the Savior. And this book is actually a story about my life. It reads like a movie. If you've never heard about sex trafficking, this is the story for you to read because This is what happened to me when I came to Las Vegas and I was trafficked on the Las Vegas Strip as a high-class call girl, by the way, for more than a decade, stuck in sexual servitude to two different traffickers. And what I like about this book is that it reads like a movie. And I know that some of you, you probably maybe not be into reading books, but this right here, I've had people actually tell me that they've picked up this book and They've started reading it before they went to bed and they stayed up all night to read all of it. Now, I don't recommend that because you'll probably lose your job, but that's how amazing this is. And I'm not bragging about any writing skills at all. It's just the story of redemption, the story of getting set free. And Oz Oz is actually in this book. He's in the chapter Dream Come True. So you guys, we also have this in Spanish. Okay, really cool, right? And also it's on audio and on audible. And it's actually, my husband produced it. It's in my voice. So be sure to go to our website, hookersforjesus.net, hookersforjesus.net and click on the picture of the book. It'll take you directly to the Amazon website and you can purchase it. Okay, thank you so much. Welcome back to the Pink Chair Show. And I have here... Oz Fox, my husband, and I wanted to have him share more of our story, but at first I want to make a point because we forgot to talk about this. Heather called me up the first time she met you, mm. and she was so insistent. She said, Annie, 
I met your husband. <laughs> he is your husband. His name's Oz Fox. He's in a band called Striper. He's perfect. I swear you're going to marry him. It's your <laughs> husband. And see, my friend, I had no idea that she was telling me the truth. But I, I, I said, well, okay, if you think so. And I think that because she had seen you in that light, she saw the purity of your heart and your intentions. They weren't evil and that you had a, a really just a, a, an amazing spirit and a soul that had true intentions towards a woman. Because obviously you never hit on her and she was gorgeous, you know. So I think that she really, really did see the truth. Obviously, you're sitting in this chair with me and we're talking about mm. this right now. Mm. So what I want to do is uh, I want to go into after we had that meeting at that that second place that you played. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember us. You said, hey, let's go eat. Yeah. We, the the we, next day you invited me to church. Right. We The good thing was that the church had a, a, a 1 p.m. service. So we were able to go late. <laughs> Um, and then we went to eat afterwards, mm -hmm. and and that was uh, that was the beginning of us, you know, dating, and it was really pretty pretty amazing. And it was it was really amazing because at the time I was the Destiny House live yes. in house manager, actually the director, and which was crazy because I only had volunteers at the time, and we had. I think five girls living with us at the time. Well, no, when we first met, you only had Katie, the first girl. Yeah. And that's that was the. Oh, girl. I mean, I'm talking about when we were dating after a while. Yeah, the yeah More yeah, girls yeah. moved in. Yeah, eventually more girls moved in mm -hmm. and, and stuff. So you know, I, I mean, it, to me it was exciting. Right. It was exciting to see that the response from the girls was going so well. Oh, they were how, excited when I was dating you. They're like, "What happened last night? Well, what I, happened?" I just meant you know your <laughs> your program, not <laughs> just me. What program? But, <laughs> Destiny House program. Oh, yes, yeah. the program. I but, thought you uh, meant Hooker Saved on the no, Strip. No, 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 no. That too. Uh, so, so as far as that goes, I mean, I was just happy to be a part of something that I could hopefully be some kind of a, an example of what the girls could find. You know. Yeah, redemption. You, you obviously allowed me to come into your world. I did my best to be a servant in that. And, and that's really what, I learned that through a lot of research. You know, man, you got to research, okay? That's right. Well, <laughs> you got to so research relationships so you know what you're, what you're getting into and what right. you need to do. <laughs> so the, the other thing is, is that when you asked me to marry you, I want you to just quickly tell that story. We don't have a lot of time, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, basically, we had been seeing each other for uh, a good amount of time. It was uh, February. Fourteenth, uh, five months. It was five yes. months. Yes, and seen and um, I wanted to ask you to marry me, but I didn't want to do it without a ring, and so I went and found. Uh, I was searching all over, couldn't find uh, the ring I wanted to get for you. It was a heart shaped diamond. Uh, I couldn't find one anywhere. It was like nobody had them, and I finally just thought, well, you know, I'll just give her three dozen roses and call it a day. <laughs> and uh, the cool thing is, is after I bought the roses, across the parking lot was a Jared diamond. Okay, we shouldn't probably say those. You can blurt me out if you want. But it was a jewelry store. I walked in, and the guy had the diamond that I was looking for. And uh, I was able to, I couldn't buy it right then, but I put it on layaway and took a picture of it. And, um, <laughs> yeah. It was kind of funny. And uh, so then after we went out to dinner, I took you to a nice little place and I showed you a picture of the ring and you said, oh, that's 
That's a heart-shaped diamond. That's right, because you asked me, what kind of diamonds do you like? Yes. So I had a little bit of a clue. Right. What was about to happen, but I wasn't sure. Right. And it was February 14th. Yes, we were 2009. Out. Right. And, and I showed you a picture, and then you were wondering where the ring was, and I pulled out the slip that was said it was on layaway, and I got on my knees and asked you to marry me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so and cute. And you said yes. It was so cute, of course. So, so then the following week... Um, as I went, drove back home to California, because that's where I was living at the time, um, my, a friend of mine called me up, asked me if I had asked you, and asked me if you said yes. And then he asked me if I got the ring, and I said, no, I had to put it on a layaway. And he goes, hold on, hold on, hold on, come to my office. I'll give you the money so you can get it out. So I ended up getting it out and gave it to you the next weekend. Yeah. The following weekend. And then we got married on June 5th, yep, June 2009, 5th. at the Church of South Las Vegas. Yep. And... It so many awesome. people came. It was it was aired on CNN. They did a live well, stream they, on CNN. I don't know where it was aired, but but it definitely got news. Yes, it all did. around that Oz Fox marries an ex whatever. <laughs> I don't even want to say the word. It was it was amazing. Well, I just want to uh, close with, you know, what is what is the one thing that you have learned being married to me that you that's basically changed your life. That God does miracles. I mean, in my opinion, you're a miracle in my life. So, you know, my prayers were answered when I met you. Oh, honey, that's so sweet. So. Is it still the same? Still the same. Of course. And I'm looking forward to more amazing things to happen. <laughs> All right, honey, thank you for being on today. With my our pleasure. first show. My pleasure. It's been so amazing to have you, and I can't wait to have you come on again. Mm. Okay? Soon. Thanks, you guys, for listening in. Uh, I wanted to just also ask for special prayers for my husband. He actually was diagnosed a year ago with two brain tumors on August 12, mm-hmm. 2018. And so we need your prayers. Uh, we need your good thoughts. We just need you to lift him up because we know that Jesus is the healer. Amen. We're going through this trial right now, but we know that with God, all things are possible. And we know Jesus heals everything and everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, I'm Annie LoBear and I am from the Pink Chair Show. And today I wanted to share this with you about a product that I have. I actually wrote a book called Fallen Out of the Sex Industry and Into the Arms of the Savior. And this book is actually a story about my life. It reads like a movie. If you've never heard about sex trafficking, this is the story for you to read because this is what happened to me when I came to Las Vegas and I was trafficked on the Las Vegas Strip as a high-class call girl, by the way, for more than a decade, stuck in sexual servitude to two different traffickers. And what I like about this book is that it reads like a movie. And I know that some of you You probably maybe not be into reading books, but this right here, I've had people actually tell me that they've picked up this book and they've started reading it before they went to bed and they stayed up all night to read all of it. Now, I don't recommend that because you'll probably lose your job, but that's how amazing this is. And I'm not bragging about any writing skills at all. It's just the story of redemption, the story of getting set free. And Oz Oz is actually in this book. He's in the chapter dream come true. So you guys, 
we also have this in Spanish. Okay, <laughs> really cool, right? And also it's on audio and on Audible. And it's actually, my husband produced it. It's in my voice. So be sure to go to our website, hookersforjesus.net hookersforjesus.net and click on the picture of the book. It'll take you directly to the Amazon website and you can purchase it. Okay, thank you so much. Mm -hmm.